0: Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Walking in Wisdom Wednesday, my name is Darlene West, and I'll be the moderator for this week. And who else do we have at the table?
2: Good morning, Mr. Lee. This is Deidre Gilliam. How are you this morning?
1: I'm doing marvelous, as they say, just simply marvelous. <laughs> I am going to open this up with uh, some prayer, and so we can just get. Straight to our topic today, gracious Father, thank you so much. You woke us up in our right mind so we can hear you and feel and see you move in our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day, another day of your mercy and grace upon our lives. Lord, as we uh, take into our discussion, feed us enlighten us give us whatever we need so we can take it away and share with someone else thank you so much for everything in Jesus name amen now oh, as as we have been talking about detours we have covered quite a bit of different viewpoints different Scenarios about a detour. Now, for our accountability test for the whole week, we've been just sharing little nuggets of what happened yesterday in our lives just to show us about the detours God took us through. So, Ms. Deidre, did you feel that you had anything like that yesterday?
2: I don't feel as if I had any detours yesterday. And, Mr. Lane, like I said the other day, I have been conscious of it. I have been mindful of, of you know, of, of when I am taking a detour. But I don't feel as if I had any yesterday. But I was thinking about it all day. And I was just kind of like replaying different moments from my life where detours have occurred Um, and and what I got out of those detours, how I grow, how how I've grown, or where those detours took me uh, to discover things about myself that I didn't know. Um, When you were talking about detours being ways of protecting us, and I could look back and, and I could clearly see instances where, you know, I I, I had to move in a different direction. The Lord guided me in a different direction to keep me from harm. So, so that's how I was I was thinking yesterday. I was gonna I was reflecting
1: back on the
2: on the detours I've encountered in my life. Mm,
1: that is excellent, and and the reason that it is God gave us those so we could. When we get in those moments where we can't always talk with someone or, or, or call someone up, God so brings back to remembrance through his spirit about how much he was there, how he was there at every moment, every second, carrying you uh, through. Yesterday, for me, it was a time I had left to go to work. I I left out early. I've been trying to change my moments of rushing to moments of ease as I drive. But this particular route is a residential area, and it has a lot of school buses moving around it, but I thought I had left early enough so to avoid some of them (laughs) that are on my route going to work. Well, this particular bus turned down the street that I was gonna go on, you know, and they stopped and they flashed the light. I said, Oh snap, I'm telling how long he's gonna be so I detoured and took two streets over. When I got to the corner, guess who I saw? The bus. <laughs> But the bus driver, the street is kind of small, so he let me out. But as I was driving, I was thinking, to darling, if you'd have been patient mm. enough to wait, mm-hmm. you still met what you were trying to get around. You met it head on, y'all. It's like boom, boom, right there in each other's face." So. You did not get around the detour. You just met it <laughs> right there. Where it was so? Like I said, the the greatest challenge for me is is that patience, especially when I know that um, he has something for me, or I I or he's given me something. and I want to run with it, and sometimes he has to. Paul, cool. you ever seen a little kid, you give him something they want to take off running. Well, I'm like that kid you he he pours something to me, and I want to take off running. He has to grab me by my shirt tail slow down. I didn't tell you to run off. I just gave you something, and so that is the patience that is the time where he wants me to listen so he can continue to feed me. But when I run off. I don't have everything I need. So he's been working with me in, in patience and waiting for his timing. So, with Ella me saying that, my question, first question to the table this morning is this. Oh, excuse my headset. Have you ever been the favorite one? Or know someone who was the favorite one, how does this reality impact other people's perception of you and interactions with a so called favorite one? This feature. Oh, wow.
2: So, Ms. Darlene, you're asking, I I just need you to repeat the first part of that. I, I think I've got it, but just the first part
1: of your question again. Okay. All right. First part of my question is, have you ever been the favorite one or know someone who was the favorite one? the mm. how does this reality impact other people's perceptions of you and the interactions with the so called favorite one.
2: Wow. Oh Mr I mean, Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me let me see if I can clarify it even more. The reason I'm saying fa- we have favors on our lives. Mm-hmm. And if you understand what I'm saying, yes. so every sometimes God will allow people to see it, or you can see it on someone else. That's what I'm saying,
2: so right, right, right. Wow, I have to tell, hmm. wow, this one is going to go deep. What I first this is what rose up in me, this is what rose up in my spirit and I hope this is answering your question,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and this is going to be deep. While growing up, who I saw as the favored one was my sister, and she, she was the oldest, and, and it was apparent to me from a very young age, and, and I like to think that I was always an intuitive child, um, and I could always see things as I could always see things as they were. I could always perceive things, um, even those things that were unsaid. But she was the favored child, and that was obvious to me from a young age. And so I always felt as if I was in the shadows, that Mm -hmm. her accomplishments were always spotlighted. Um, Oh, wow, look at what she did. And and, and, oh, she did this and she did that. And next to her, I always felt invisible um, because there was always so much attention placed on her. How this affected the way that I was perceived, I guess my talents or, or personality was not given an opportunity or there was no spotlight on my personality and and who I was and I, you know you grow up with this, and it wasn't until much later uh, that you know as I became an adult um, a mature adult, that I felt as if I stepped out from under her shadow and and now family could see me as I am, not, not in the context of comparing against her, but see me who I am with my personality, with my talents, and, you know, who I am um, on my own separate from, from her. Does
1: that answer your question, Miss Darlene? Well, yes, ma'am, it does. Now let me let me ask you now with her being the way that she was, how did she step into her destiny? Do you feel has her destiny unfolded? Do do you know if it has unfolded?
2: I don't know if it has. I don't know believe it did but I don't know if it has
1: okay so with you going through this particular uh, test and lessons and all small little detours and when I when I when I say detours the detours that come through you learning how to navigate through all of that so you can be what you're called to be and understand now I'm an adult and I can rise up and I can flourish. Um, I am speaking of this because do you remember the story of Joseph in the Bible? And he was the favorite one. And his brothers and sisters could not see that. And so they hated him because, you remember, his father gave him a favorite coat and everything. Well, Mm -hmm. you got the praise or your sister got the praise for whatever she had done at that point. And so as he took his journey, he finds out later on who he was supposed to be. Now, through your experience, did you find out who you were supposed to be? Are you walking in that? Now, with, with you walking in that, has your family come back around and said, or gave you the indication, like, wow, I didn't think she would be what she is right now.
2: Yes, 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 they have, and I believe that I exceeded their expectations. I, I believe. <laughs> they I, well I know that they have come to see me as the leader in the family. Mm-hmm. And, and and not a role that I was assigned
1: mm-hmm. and not a
2: role that they they just didn't have that expectation for me. I see that mm-hmm. I, I know I know it now because they mm-hmm. they the way that we interact with one another Mm-hmm. The way that they uh, and what they said to me, they 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 have they have they have said it to me. Mm-hmm. So yes, my my role, I have stepped fully into my role within my mm-hmm. family.
1: Mhm, mhm. And the leader that, <clears throat> excuse me, they didn't think you held that quality. That's what. The, the question kind of evolves. It is showing that the favor upon our lives sometimes doesn't always sit well with people because they see it and they want it and they can't have it because that's your anointing. That's not somebody else's anointing. And regardless of what people say or do, they can't have it and they can't take it away. So your destiny unfolded. It pushed through the surface, through all of the feelings and detours you had. You never lost who you were. Now, with you traveling, did you and your sister have a relationship? You know, Miss Darlene, we did
2: at one time in, in spite of that dynamic between us we did but unfortunately there there were there were issues that she did not deal with on her own
1: mm-hmm.
2: that that caused her to be separated from the family so mm-hmm. her separation from the family Included her separation from me, and so many years have passed and and and, and full transparency, Mr. Darlene, I have not seen my sister, none of us have seen her in years. Wow decades uh to be you know to be to be honest okay. Mm -hmm. So,
1: at at this point, do do you all know if she is still uh, living? We don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Has God revealed anything within your spirit to give you an indication that, uh, you know how God whispers and gives you visions, as Mm -hmm. you say? So, has he given you any type of vision?
2: I do not believe, I believe that she is still here. Okay. That is what I feel in my spirit. I do not feel she has left.
1: Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now, with, with, with this question comes, with all of this happening and with God revealing who you are, as an individual, and push you to the forefront, whether ever dreams or anything he poured into you, and you tried to tell somebody at an earlier time before now about what God has told you.
2: well, Ms. Darlene, yes. Yes, I did. And yes, how did. They
1: did. Be
2: it mm, that was not a dream that I should have. That's what I was told. That's not what you want to do. Why do you want to do that? You should do this mm-hmm. instead. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that was it. Was it was it was snatched, and and you know being obedient. And, and and doing what the grown-ups told me, I took what I knew to be my gifts. I knew, it, I knew they were my gifts. I took what I knew to be my gifts, and I I, I buried them.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: ignored them. I discarded them because that's what I was told by the adults around me. Ignore them, those aren't your gifts. Bury them, you don't need to be doing that. You need to do something else.
1: Those are your aspirations in your spirit. Now, this is going to be another question to that. Now, I'm going to read three different questions, and you pick the one that you want to answer. All right. My first question, is it always wise to share your dreams and visions with others? Why or why not? First question. Second question. When might it be wise to keep your dreams to yourself, or to select few trusted friends or relatives? As two, the third one is: What are some reactions you have seen, possibly given when someone shared a dream with you? The same the, that seem unlikely or impossible.
2: Well, Mr. Lynn, I can answer uh, um, the first and the third one because I, I, you know, just as I said a few minutes ago, is it wise to share your dreams with others? I'm going to say no. I, not, I'm going to say no. Not when Sometimes you don't know need. I, I I have always come from the philosophy of you don't need to tell everybody everything. Yes, <laughs> um, I, I have. You know, I, I I I you know even as I said yesterday that I am I have become a very open person and, and you know certainly more open than I have been previously in, in, in at times in my life. I I also know what to keep to myself. And so mm-hmm. um, you know, is it is you know, sometimes when you put your dreams out there, you put, you know, what it is that you want to do with your life, you know, in response to the third question, you're gonna get people that have comments. You know, everybody everybody always wants mm-hmm. to comment uh on, on one's life. And those mm-hmm. words, as I just said, those words that you receive from others either have the power to motivate you or they have the power to tear you down and it mm-hmm. all depends on where you are in your walk when i shared mm-hmm. my dreams at a young age with my family i was not on a solid foundation so it was very easy for them to knock me off course because mm-hmm. i was not firm in who i was as a as a as a young woman or firm in in my beliefs or firm in my confidence so when you're not on solid footing, and you share with people your your desires, you know you it has the potential to knock you off course. So I, I'm going to say, um, you know, just going out the gate, no, I, I I would not. I I know the Lord will 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 reveal to you when it is time for you to reveal
1: to others. Excellent. Now. With you making the statement that you that you just did, let's let's kind of look at the the viewpoint of this journey. Uh, when I was listening, I, I thought about myself, and I and I thought about times where I shared things with people, and to your point, they they. Their comments detoured me in a whole different direction. And so this one time I was in school to be a teacher. And I excelled into my classes because that was my heart desire. I had a person, and she wasn't even a relative. She was a friend I grew up with at church. She said, girl, you don't want to be no teacher. Girl, they don't make no money, and you got to be bothered with all these little head, hard head, little kids. Well, her comments, because she was already a teacher, her comments detoured me to try to find another major. Girl, I was in all these different majors, and they really didn't fit. But I tried to make them fit because I had some talent in it. I could understand it, but it wasn't my heart gift of what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But what God did was even though I took myself on this detour, he did a 360 and brought me back in the concept of teaching. Now, I'm not in the school system, but I am teaching students through my dance. That was my passion. And with the passion, with the heart of teaching, I could teach my class in a way that was phenomenal to help them to understand that dancing was like life. You had to learn how to listen. You had to learn how to follow instructions. You had to learn how to ask questions when you didn't understand. Every place you go, you had to learn a technique in some shape, form, or fashion. So what I'm just trying to say is, like, even though I didn't take my first passion, he gave me a second passion, which led in to me a career of over 20 years in this realm so even though you told family members and they try to shut you up it didn't it shut you up physically in that way but God used all of that and brought you 360 to your destiny full and circle. he is full circle, full yes. circle. Mm-hmm. And so with that your destiny is still unfolding. It's like my destiny is still unfolding through all of the detours and they weren't all happy and cuz you, you 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 had to learn about yourself you and, and 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 so with that I'm just trying to encourage you and encourage excuse me myself Nothing stops the the plans, oh, excuse me, that are destined for you or for Mm -hmm. me. Nothing stops that. That's right. And so when you understand that, you can continue to move forward. When you even start to doubt it, you can keep saying nothing stops the destiny that God has planned for you. Without the detours in which we had, we would probably we wouldn't have learned about ourselves. That, Like you said, there were things that surfaced, and you're like, oh, well, there were things that surfaced to me. I didn't even know. They were always there. They, there were some positive things, and there were some negative things, but they were brought through the detours that we both took on our path." going to our destiny as we face it right now. And if we keep looking, we can keep seeing he's opening it up. He's feeding us more. Now we know how to handle the dreams, Mm -hmm. the aspirations he puts in us. He's given both of us the, the, the strength to stand. We don't need a group. Where we used to need the group to get their approval, we don't need it now because we have been perfected enough to go to the next level in our destiny, and so with that 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 is the reason God allows so many different things to occur in our lives. That is the reason for. Some of the detours might like them, might not like them, but they are there to unfold the power you have power that you didn't even realize you had. I have power that I didn't realize I had, and now we can stand stand in the in the confidence of what he's doing in our life, and so we don't become too Unmove right now. Soon as something comes, we know how to block it, know how to move around it, know how to cross over it, know how to go like, and sometimes just stand and analyze it. So it doesn't throw us off, but it keeps us moving forward. So, yes, you answered my question.
2: Man, Miss Arlene, I you. answered. Go ahead. I mean, you just said it. Nothing stops the destiny that God has for us. Nothing. Nothing has stopped it. Nothing has stopped so, it. Mm. So
1: that is beautiful. So see how, as we started talking about detours from traffic to even now, this this look we we got, we have two more days. Look, dude, we're walking in wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been beautiful Ms. Deidre I would love for you to do the closing blessing
2: mm. well Ms. Elaine, I yes absolutely our closing blessing is going to be the day top philosophy thank you so much Miss Darlene this is just an awesome 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 call Mm. I am here because there is no refuge, finally, for myself. Until I confront myself in the eyes and heart of others, I am running. Until I suffer them to share my secret, I have no safety from them. Afraid to be known, I can know neither myself nor any other. I will be alone. Where else but in our common ground can I find such a mirror? Here, together, I can at last appear clearly to myself, not as the giant of my dreams, not as the dwarf of my fears, but as a person, part of a whole, with my share in its purpose. In this ground, I can take root and grow, not alone anymore, as in death, but alive to myself and to others. Daytop philosophy.
1: Amen.
2: Amen.
1: This call has ended for today.
0: Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Instagram at Talk P 5 women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.